Hi, this is Jean-Jacques Taylor, and you're listening to Jock Talk. This is a podcast where I talk about the Cowboys, the team I've covered as a beat writer, columnist, TV insider, and radio host for 28 years. I'll also talk about the NFL and the things I love, working out, streaming, food, and all things Dallas. My boy, Big Joe and the Big Rig, one of my oldest friends, produces the show and occasionally chimes in with his thoughts on the Cowboys. After all, he's a lifelong Cowboys fan, and he played high school, college, and semi-pro football. Welcome to Jock Talk, where sports is fluid. What's true today might not be true an hour, a day, or a month from now. I'm going to give you the truth straight. No chaser. Glad to have you aboard. Let's get it. Welcome to episode 47 edition of Jacques Talk. I'm Jean-Jacques Taylor, my boy Big Joe in the Big Rig. Uh, I believe he's drinking an ice-cold Coca-Cola, oh, uh, yeah. getting, getting hyped yeah. uh, uh, for, for this uh, hour-long breakdown. Get that energy up. If that, yeah. of uh, if that of the uh, of the Cowboys, disappointing twenty two twenty loss to the Miami Dolphins, but dude, there's so much chicken little right now. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. And frankly, y'all, when I give you some details, that's simply not the case. This is a case that I've said many, many times. So I ain't breaking no news. All right, these are the kinds of games where you can play well or you can play pretty good and lose because the other team is good just like you are. And in a lot of ways, to me, that's what happened today. Uh, we'll get into that in just a second. Remember, you can always follow me on Twitter, at JJT Journalist. I am Jean-Jacques Taylor. If you think you follow me, you don't. My Twitter account got deleted, so I'm starting from scratch after 13 years. I know, shake your head. These things happen in life, and so we move on, and uh, we keep it moving. Uh, hey, it's still not too late to get Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, and the making of men. The book I wrote uh, after spending a year with him at Jackson State. Hey, it does still got to be a Christmas gift. My birthday's coming up. Give it to somebody as a birthday gift. Give it just because you like that person. Get it just because that person likes to read. Uh, you want to know how Dion landed the uh, top offensive lineman in the country? This book will give you some insight into how he gets down and why kids flock to him. Uh, but none of this is possible without my friends at Greening Law and the way they get down. If you've been involved in an accident, this holiday season or anytime, and it's not your fault. What you got to do, and you're in trouble if the number's not already in your phone, is dial it, 972-934-8900. Tell them your situation when they pick up the phone. Say, hey, here's the deal. Here's my details. Here's what happened to me. What do you think? If they bring you on as a client, it's been a great day for you. Uh, now, here's what I'm talking about. See, most of the time we talk about, we think about auto accidents and trucking accidents, uh, they can help you with property accidents. They can help you with workplace litigation. They can help you with medical malpractice. They can help you with birth injuries. They can help you in a lot of different ways. But what's the key phrase I keep saying? They can help you. And what Greening Law does is they walk you through the process. They uh, hold your hand. They tell you when to turn left and when to turn right and when to walk straight. They um, answer questions that you didn't even know was supposed to be asked. They take care of everything. You need a doctor, they'll find you one. You need a specialist, they'll find you one. Why? They want you focused on two things, and two things only. Healing and renewal. Get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. That's what Greening Law wants. Get your mind right, get your body right, get your life back. That's what they specialize in. 
So give them a call if you've been involved in an accident and it's not your fault. Somebody else's negligence has caused you some pain and suffering. 972-934-8900 is the number. Give them a call and let Grinning Law help you. Dog, I was, uh, this to me was not the game I expected. I thought it'd be a little more high scoring. I thought, um, I mean, every, I thought it was a flawed game because both teams made some mistakes. It could have been a little prettier, but I thought it was a really good game. Uh, I thought the Cowboys showed me a lot. That was a gutty 17-play drive to take the lead with Dak. They overcame a lot of adversity in that drive, overcame some of it their own doing. Um, and then I didn't have necessarily a good feeling about them when uh, when the Dolphins got the ball. I was hoping more that they could hold them for a field goal and then come back and win it with a field goal. Uh, that being said, there's so much on my Twitter timeline. I'm just going to Give you a little glimpse at it, dog, because it's right here and it's and it's fresh, right after the game. That I decided to go out of order a little bit, uh, like Jack Walsh, my man at Mill Brewer. This team is a perpetual letdown. Uh, Orwell's ghost on Twitter, not being able to stop Hill, too much cushion, never adjusted, zero trust in this team. JJT, especially on the road. My man Richard Duncan on Twitter, soft like yesterday's s'mores <laughs> against the run. San Francisco would very much enjoy playing the Cowboys. Uh, you know, so that was kind of uh, the mode uh, of what's going on today. And, you know, I, I get all of that. I really do. I get the pain. I get the frustration. I get the disappointment. But I'm going to tell you all something. And I don't know if you know this. So, I'm just going to run through a few things. This is what Miami averaged. And Miami's all about offense now. That's what they do. And this is what loud. Miami averages 414 yards a game. They got 375. Miami averages uh, 139.6 yards rushing. They got 97 today. They averaged 5.1 per carry. Tops in the National Football League at 3.5 today. They averaged 274 yards passing. They got 284. They averaged 31 and a half points. They got 22. Uh, third down, they averaged 42. They got 46% today. First down in red zone, they averaged 68%. Tops in the league, they got 25%, one for four. The problem with that is, so overall, the Cowboys played a good defensive game. If you had told me they were going to hold Miami to 22 points, most likely, I think they win, bro. The problem and, you know, something my dad says all the time, um, that the game is always, well, 99% of the time, the game is about what, dog? Making plays at winning time. And when you, when you give the defense the ball, I mean, when you, when you give the defense the lead with 327 left and it's 22-20, you need them to shut it down, dog. It's, to me, it's that simple. You got to shut it down. You got the lead. We got the lead. Here's a chance for us to have a big win on the road, put some pressure on Philadelphia, and we just got to get a stop in this last 327. They couldn't get it done. What do you think? I had no – I hate to be a downer, but I had no faith in them stopping them with the three minutes left because that dude been kicking out of his mind, you know, 57-yard or 50-something yard. All they needed was 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 a field goal. So I, the way the game was going back and forth toward the end, I kind of knew they was going to get a field goal. The question was always was was it going to be some time left over? 
That's what. That's what. Right. I that, to, that was, yeah. That's what I, I see. That, so we don't say page. That's what yeah. I thought. I was like, yeah. maybe they can, maybe they can stop them soon enough, force him to kick a fifty-yard field goal. Yeah. Have a minute and something yeah. left. One timeout. Yeah. And because you got a great kicker, so the same thing go for you. You ain't got to go, but today thirty-five, maybe even they forty, and you got a shot to win it. Uh, and to me, that was the uh, the disappointing thing. Is that they couldn't? They just couldn't get a stop along that way when they had been playing pretty good defense. Uh, now Miami is a hard team to stop, so nobody expects yeah. you to shut Miami down. Yeah. This is the first time uh, I saw. But them. you know, the pro- this is the first time I saw them. You know, a whole game of Miami, and I saw a couple of you know quarters, halves, and stuff like that. But when you talk about eye right. candy, man, Whew. all of that. All of that. They give you everything, baby. All shift, motion, yes. motion, shift. Yes, all of that. All on the same play. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man. Um, yeah, good, good, good. That, that's that. I mean, you know, in college you got a million different styles of offense. In NFL, people kind of copy each other, you know. But the, but the Dolphins doing their own thing, for real. The problem with the last drive, if you're on the Cowboys' defense, is it went like this. First down, first down, second down, first down, second down. Third down to two-minute warning. They was at the Dallas 33 before they ever even faced a third down. So you didn't even have a chance to get off the field. And what does every team say when they start in a drive, a game-winning drive? They all say the same thing. We need a starter. We need a big play to kind of get the drive going. Yeah, 15, so what happens on 15, the first play? Yeah, 15 yards, 18 yards. I'm like, you know, dog, I'm, I'm just – the penalties. You got six yards, okay, but then you tack on 15 yards with a face mask. Mm-hmm. This team and their penalties, man, is just mind-boggling. Uh, and they – you know, it's hard enough to, to win in the league without you getting in your own way. And they spend a lot of time getting in their own way. Uh, now, nobody expects you to play a penalty-free game. But you ain't got to lead the league in penalties. And you sure as hell ain't got to have a bunch of pre-snap penalties. You know, what they have today, two illegal procedures and an illegal shift? I mean, that's ridiculous, I, I, I man. I thought the illegal shift where CD jumped back a little bit to get on, get on side. Yeah. I thought that was like just a hair off where Jake took off just a split second. I thought they could have let that go. I didn't think that was. I didn't think that should have been called. I thought that was pretty picky. Well, neither, neither did Mike McCarthy. <laughs> um, okay. But you know when you know the problem is, and it's just like our kids, man. If you're in trouble at school all the time, the one time is not your fault. We ain't really trying to hear that. Like, why? Okay, so this one time is not your fault. I know you had something to do with it. What, what you had to do with it? Because you've been in trouble every other day in school this year. So when you lead the league in penalties and you first or second in penalty yardage, you don't get the benefit of the doubt. Ain't right. nobody like, oh, okay. Yep, excellent point. You just, excellent it's point. what you do. It's who you are. Yep. Same time, and I used to tell this, and, and it flips in, reser- in reverse. One time my dude was in, uh, matter of fact, he was at Deion Sanders' uh, camp, I think. Now, let me refer. Yeah, I think. Okay, let me just say. He was at a camp. I can't be for sure if it was Dion. He eight years old, seven years old. And this seven years old, man, and I go up there, 
to pick him up and the counselor says, hey, we had a little incident today. Mr. Taylor want to tell you about it. Oh, what, what went down? Um, your son, uh, this, this little girl over here says your son called her the B word today. I said, say what? She said, no, no, no. We all talked about it. And then we decided with, based on how we've seen him all summer and his character, he didn't do that. She just made that up. And so he didn't get in trouble, but we just had to set him aside till we figured it out. I said, okay. And as you used to say that, there's the point of the same thing works in reverse. When you ain't never in trouble and some trouble happens, you do what? You get the benefit of the doubt. So if they were the least penalized team, maybe they get the benefit of the doubt on some of this. But since they the most penalized team, dog, they get none. And the penalties hurt today, man. And uh, that being said, I think the Cowboys, I'm not ready to say the sky's falling. The season's over. Uh, they're a big letdown. They can't do nothing in the playoffs. I like the way they played for the most part today. They showed some grit. And they showed some resiliency. Uh, they fought through the frustration of not being able to do nothing on offense for about two quarters to uh, put together a couple drives in a row, including the game, including the 17-play drive that gave them the lead with 3.27 left. Uh, so they showed a lot of good things. Not enough, but they showed some. Uh, and so I think they can build off of this. But, you know, now quiet has kept you in the playoffs. But, yeah, dog, you need to beat Detroit at the crib next week. And then you need to finish up uh, probably with a win over uh, Washington, um, you know, just so you can feel right going into the playoffs. Uh, no matter who you play, I assume they're going to get the, uh, the winner of the AFC South. Tampa, which don't look now. It's actually playing pretty good. They beat the hell out of Jacksonville today. At one point, they were up 30 to nothing. Uh, Baker Mayfield seems to find himself a little something-something. And so uh, you just need to be playing well going into the playoffs and take care of business. Do that, and it's all good. But you still got to do that. So uh, so where are you with the skies falling, or there's still hope for the season? Uh, I'm about 50-50. Like, uh, I don't think the skies is falling. <laughs> I don't think the sky is falling, but, you know, we right back where we was kind of last year. You know, when I say 50-50, uh, we got a chance to do something. I'm just not sure which team going to show up. And I'm not, you know, the young guys with the penalties and stuff like that, um, the um, not being able to stop the running game. When pe- I mean, people – sometimes it'll get to the point where people that don't even run the ball – We'll try to run the ball because that's your weakness. So, you know, yeah, it's, just one, it's just one of them things where they could do something. I don't think all hope is lost, but I think that they figured out something against Mike McCarthy's uh, uh, offense. See, Dak, Dak, Dak is still Dak. He's still a good quarterback, but he done got ultra-aggressive where he want to throw that ball deep. He throws a lot of late checkdowns now. And that, that gets on my right. nerves, and it gets the guy that he's checking down to kill nine times out of ten. Um, that zone, that max zone that them teams run, and uh, yeah, that's killing them because the, 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 this is what I think the teams are starting to do. Buffalo did it, and now the Dolphins did it. Where they are, Dak has been scrambling so well, and he, and he pretty healthy right. this year. All his skills are back this year. And he's been scrambling so right. well that teams are treating him like a scrambling quarterback. So they, they they making him hold the ball and they rushing in their lanes. Buffalo did it really good last year. I mean, last week. And then the Dolphins mixed in with a little blitz and stuff. 
when you see him holding the ball, and then uh, it's like I tease when I tell people when you see that face mask point up, that means he's trying to go deep. You're looking way downfield. He right. did that a couple times and then dropped it off and then tried to take off running. But I think the Dolphins did a good job of standing and staying in their lanes and rushing him. He it, when when the, when the offense didn't do nothing for two quarters. I'm glad you pointed that out because he don't have time, man. You know, it's, it's, there was no time today, no, dog. None, <laughs> none. You can criticize no him all today, you want, bro. Yeah. People can jump him all they want, but uh, he he don't have time. The one ball that he threw to Gallup, where folks was hanging all off of him, I'm going, damn. You know, that's what you got to do. That was okay. one of them. That was one of them. Don't throw it. Don't throw it. Oh, yeah, he got it. You know, that was that for me. When he hit Gallup uh, and had people hanging all over him, I'm like, all right, that's what you got to do then nowadays, I guess. Dak was sacked four times. Mm-hmm. He was hit 12 times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and twelve being hit 12 times is a big number for a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, compare it to uh, the Cowboys who uh, sacked two at once and hit him five times. You know, so that I mean, they had twice as two and a half times more pressure on Dak hitting him than uh, than Dallas had on on Tua. Tua gets that ball, and I out. think you can see that Tua gets that ball. Yeah, out. he does. I, I didn't realize he was doing that. Man, we talking like no, he, I mean, he, a second and a half. I think a lot of it. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of it is, and I think it's 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 interesting that you said you you've seen some highlights, but you haven't really watched them today. Uh, I think there's a lot of things with the Dolphins. There's a difference between what you hear about them, what you see on some highlights, and then when you see them for a full game, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why they are the Dolphins. And, and that's why, to me, the sky's not falling. This is one of the best offenses in the league. Nobody shuts them down, basically. And the Cowboys did a nice job of controlling them. They played good red zone defense, forced them to kick a lot of field goals. Um, when it's all said and done, how many touchdowns did they give up? One? Yeah. Uh, they, they played. I mean, uh, they played a pretty good guy. Everybody, a lot of people that was texting me, they were saying, "Why we got? Why the cushion so big?" It's Tyreek Hill and Jalen. Because you want them dudes to run past. Yeah, what's wrong with you? It's like it's Tyreek Hill, Jalen. Why keep them in front of you? And that's what they did. Which 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 brings me to the. Uh, I don't mean switch up like that, but what what pissed me off about Dallas is that Miami was playing such a light box. And just like the Cowboys just run cause, so they can say they ran the ball. It's like, I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, let's go ahead and mix a couple of runs in. And I, don't think they, uh, I don't think they have a, I don't think they have a rhythm with, with their run game. That's what I mean. There you because go. They, uh, have, you, have you looked at the stats yet? Yeah, I think Tony was 12 for 38. 25 carries for 97 yards. Yeah, know, so it's not the like they didn't run it. Yeah, uh, but but when the box is like, I know you're gonna say you're gonna say what you always say to me. You can't run it every play, but damn, if I'm getting, you can't it, run it every play. Yeah, well, and another thing is the offensive line is not, they not them dudes, man. That's that's just that's the whole thing. Zach's still kind of limping. I don't think there's Tyrone Tyrone yeah. Tyrone Tyrone Smith is out, um, but it wasn't no excuse for the Dolphins. The Dolphins started two backups today, so. Well, they didn't run the ball great. Yeah, they ran the ball twenty six for ninety one. Yeah, I mean, but, but they were, the difference is they. I'm, I'm, I'm. What do you mean? Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean, no, no, most no, it had eleven for forty six. No, no, no. Our no. chain had seven for twenty four. Yes. But with the game on the line, 
they figured out how to run it just well enough to get some first down. They ran the Dolphins ran the ball well enough to get 300 yards passing. They 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 ran it well enough to keep us guessing. We doing straight dives and stuff. The Dolphins is running motion here, motion there. Who who the hell got the ball? You see, when you do that, you keep that defense guessing. You keep them off guard because they only got the two at one time. And, and and he got the ball out of all them play fakes. They ran the ball well enough for their play action and all of that stuff to work, which we didn't. That's what you're talking about with the rhythm. See, the Dolphins had a little rhythm. The, the numbers say one thing, but the way they played the game was a whole nother way, the whole nother thing. Because I thought I thought they 21, 22 yards for 90-something, 91 yards looked way better than our 25 for 97. We was just doing something. And, uh, and, and see, all of that is interesting because they had one run of more than 10 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas didn't even have that. Dallas had longest run was uh, by Pollard was seven. CD and Cooks and had the longest run. Now, I find it interesting that they ran the ball four times with the wide receivers. I don't know. I mean, uh, so anyway, the – you know the Cowboys uh, tough loss, ten and five, a game behind Philadelphia. We'll see what the Eagles do against the Giants this week, uh, this weekend. But uh, you know this, this was just an interesting thing. I think they made some progress, but there is uh, clearly they still got work to do. And uh, you know, man, these next few weeks are going to be very interesting because again, I don't think anybody's like, oh, goody, we get to play the Cowboys in the playoffs. Uh, because you're going to have to deal with them. And on a given day, they can play really well. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's just a very interesting game to me. And we'll, we'll see where they, uh, where they take it from here. Yeah, I get, t- um, I get tired of hope. I don't, I don't like hope. <clears throat> I don't like it. Oh, well, I don't really. It's just one of them I things where uh, I, I'd rather you just go on suck than I'm just quit teasing me. Quit making me hope. <laughs> Hope that we got a chance to win the Super Bowl when you over here playing around with the doggone Dolphins and you got San Francisco looming out there. You know, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. You 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 make it to San Fran, and we have all that hope, and then we might do this, and we might do that, and we just get our butt kicked and go home again. I don't know. Maybe I'm just feeling down. Damn, man. I know, man. It's Christmas time. Merry uh, yeah, Christmas. I thought you Merry was Christ- okay. Now you start feeling down. Merry, Merry Christmas, dog. <laughs> uh, uh, Merry Christmas. I mean, yeah. this is the Christmas Eve edition yeah, of yeah. Uh, uh, Jock Talk. Uh, Santa Claus, he, I don't know. he should I don't be having know. that thing loaded up if he's going to get there on time. Ain't no Santa Claus. Hey, man. Huh? Don't be telling them kids listening to, hey, listening to the show ain't my no Santa kid, Claus. My kids man. got to be about 10. It was like that, that. My last one about about maybe about nine or ten. Dad, tell Santa, hey, hey, hold up, I'm tired of that. Santa Claus don't drive no truck. All right. <laughs> Where you go go tell Santa what you Damn, want. Dog. Why you telling me I got tired of that, man. I ain't got time for that. <laughs> he was he was damn near ten years old. It's time for you to know. Ain't no Santa Claus. You want something? Holler at me. I got you. You got to be good. I'm gonna ask my kids tonight. Yeah. yeah. You got to be good <laughs> for they, me, you know. When they gave it up. Well, you need to act right. See, you, you know, you ain't worried about you ain't worried about acting right. If, if if you think Santa Claus bringing you something, but if you know I'm gonna get it, yeah, you gonna do what I say. The alternative <laughs> is no Christmas present and ass whooping. So Santa Claus ain't gonna get you that. So that's just my whole thing about. Uh, I know, buy humbug, all that. Uh, let's t- 
It's okay, man. Uh, this is going to be a quick one tonight because uh, I still got gifts to rap, and I got to go get on uh, TV with Newbie Scruggs on Channel 5 and dissect this uh, for, for, for some of you folks. But uh, the Cowboys offense, man, um, started off great. Set the tone, took the ball, moved smartly down the field. C.D. Lamb, I was like, Fangio, what you doing, man? You got Jalen Ramsey over there, and C.D. is just carving y'all up, dog. Why aren't you covering him? Uh, and they get all the way. Hunter Lipke carried a couple times, caught a pass. First and goal for the one, Hunter Lumpke fumbles. He, the, the handoff was high. He didn't get it. Uh, you a former uh, football player. What happened on that play? Man, I can't stand <laughs> They red zone offense sucked. That's what happened. Hunter, what we giving okay. the ball to okay. Hunter? Why Lemke? did they fumble, though? Well, sometimes when you got your, when you got your elbow up, you, you close it. You close your arm too fast. Or you, you try to put it in the pocket, and sometimes it'll shoot right. straight through. It looked like since it's one of them things where they might not practice a lot together. You know, Hunter don't get the ball a lot. So you get used to putting the ball in somebody's pocket, and they get used to holding. You know, I'm doing it as I'm doing They They help. You know, my left elbow is up, and it's on the top, and my right hand is under. You know, and then Dak looked like he, he kind of hit him short. You know, sometimes you go too fast when you hit the hole, and a guy hit him short, and the ball just comes out. Now I'm with you on, on that part, which is Hunter Lipke got six touches all year. He had three on his first. Why is this a Hunter Lipke show today? And what did you see in their defense that said, this is the week we finna unleash Hunter on your ass? They trying to get physical and, uh, around. You know, they, they trying to get physical around the goal line, which I appreciate that because I don't like that sideways stuff. But we talked about that before. You got to get – you got to get vertical. You got to go straight ahead to get to the goal line. Either throwing in there or going straight ahead. And right. they did a couple of things tonight where they start doing that horizontal stuff. And uh, I don't know. Hunter is a big dude. He ran the ball at North Dakota, North Dakota State. Uh, he's not really a blocker. He's more of a runner. He's a big, powerful dude. I see why they would want to try him, but I don't know, just fumbling like that. Well, I think that falls in the category of it's all good unless it don't work. And then you open yourself up to second guessing. Yeah. Uh, because he's not a guy who's handled the ball very much. This is a big game. This is, you know, this is not early in the season. This is not a pushover opponent where maybe you can have a mistake. No, this is a big game against a big opponent, uh, big on big. And uh, that was not why they lost the game. Well, the goal line. They that being said. They haven't found a goal line back yet either. You know, it's, it's you know, you think Dowdle would do that hard as he run, but it seemed like he don't have the instincts for the goal line. You know, you got to have somebody yeah, some, to get, get that the, ball over. You know, that's a, that's a very interesting thing because people, people don't understand the nuance involved in running at the goal line, which is why somebody like Zeke was really good at it. Yep. Emmitt Smith obviously was great at it. Marcus and Allen. some of it is vision. Marcus Allen and, and his vision and his strength and his determination and his will, but it's also power. There's a lot that goes into into running at the goal line and being successful at it. And uh, you know, some of it also has to do with the confidence of your line. Oh, if we get hit, this fool just a little crack, he gonna score. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of it's subtle and all of it's nuanced, and you don't know a lot about it until you till that guy ain't there no more, Zeke. Yeah. 
so uh, overall, uh, I think uh, the the offense slowed down after that first drive. There were two drives, man, or two quarters, and they didn't really do anything from uh, the middle of the first quarter really to the to the start of the fourth quarter once they got down. Uh, you know, sixteen ten, well, and so uh, go ahead. If you keep trying to chuck it, them teams run a zone like that. Everything's zone, and you keep trying to chuck it on that. And you're going to get your quarterback just exactly what happens is going to happen. You got to say to yourself, I don't know if Tony can do it, but you got to say, all right, look, we finna run on y'all. Y'all like in the box like that. Y'all got six people in the box. It's automatic. It's automatic run the ball. But they just wouldn't do it. They won't do it, or they don't have that much success doing it. I don't know that they got the confidence to uh yeah. or thing, it might yeah. not be confidence, it might be patience yeah. to do it. Because again, yeah. this was a short possession game, man. There was only nine possessions in this game. And I think they got a little bit they felt a little bit of what uh they do to other teams, which is they were behind and I'm I'm telling you, they probably felt a lot of pressure of we gotta score because this Miami offense can just bust us at any moment, and all of a sudden, the game is not you know is not in hand, and now we have to throw, and now we got a big problem, um, you know. But it was a weird game because when you look at it, Miami had the ball nine possessions, and they scored on three, five, six of them. <laughs> so they was moving the ball and they were scoring. They just weren't scoring touchdowns. Uh, and that's why the game felt so weird because after the Cowboys scored, man, to go up uh, 7-3, they went one, two, three possessions, like I said, in the middle of the game without scoring, and that's when uh, that's when the Dolphins took the lead. But not only were they not scoring, they had the ball for five plays, for three plays, for one play, for three plays. So they weren't, I mean, they weren't doing anything with it. Um, and so, you know, then they kind of found a rhythm and went field goal, field goal, touchdown in the game. But by then, you're doing what? You are chasing the game, and that's yeah. never a good position to be in. Well, you know what? I'm, I, I take, uh, I, I'm, what? I'm, I'm, I see the silver lining, dog. I see the silver lining. Oh, yeah, tell yeah, us. Yeah. What is it? Well, I'm thinking. Speak up. Hold up. Do I need to say it? Easy, killer. Easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, uh, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm, I'm listening. I'm letting what you say, man. What you saying, marinate, okay? Um, as long the the the, the, as the defense was on the field a long time because the offense was stalling. For the defense to be out there as long as they were, they did pretty good tonight. That's the silver lining right there. That's what that's what I just right, you know, once I got to thinking about all the stuff you were saying, that's that's the silver lining. That's your ray of hope, which I don't want none, but that that's your ray of hope right there that the defense played pretty good, even though we lost. But they was out there when the offense stalls like that, your defense is on the field way too long. And them guys did well. At that particular time, because yeah. uh Cowboys ended up with the edge in time of possession, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But they had those two long drives and not much in between. Yeah, that first one was long. Uh, was that 15 I mean, plays? F- first, first drive, 15, 15 plays, seven yeah. minutes. And then yeah. the last one, the last one they had was 17 plays. Yeah. And the one before that was 10. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's it was, it was just a weird game. Dak Prescott, 20 of 32, 253, two touchdowns. Yeah. It wasn't pretty uh, at all. Mason plays with his feet. 
No. But, uh, you know, again, he had that, you know, that big play where he had to scramble uh, where they settled for a field goal because of, uh, was that the illegal shift? Um, I think it was, where yeah. he, he ran down to about yeah. the 10 for a first down. Yeah. And, you know, you, I mean, you can't presume, assume that they're going to score a touchdown there. But the odds are, there are a lot better odds that they will score a touchdown than they won't. And so when they don't get that there, so yeah, uh, Dak Prescott went 14 yards to the 11. It should have been first and 10 from the 11. Think about that, dog. You go from first and 10 at the 11 to third and 16 at the 30. Start backing up. And then you settle for the field goal. Yep, yep. And it's, uh, it's those types of mistakes, man. Um, CeeDee Lamb had a lot early, four for 93 in the first quarter. Ends up with six for 118. That touchdown was electric. It was electric. Dude, CeeDee Lamb's a bad man. He is bad, yeah. Uh, he's a bad man. Uh, on that touchdown, uh, I mean, he caught a crossing ride and then basically broke a tackle or shrugged there. off a tackle. Out of there. Used his speed to hit the sideline. Then he hit that turbo button and he was gone. Then out he made there. a cut, one last little cut yeah. inside at the 10. I mean, it was a phenomenal play. Yeah. Actually, you know what you could do? You could see his punt return skills on that play. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, he did all that. I thought it was interesting that they. Dude, he's a. Uh, I know he's a good player. He's even. Uh, he's getting it to be like. To the point, he's probably even better than I thought he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I had a lot of respect for his ability. But the catches he makes, the toughness, the willingness to block when asked on him. Dude, he took a regular handoff between the tackles today. <laughs> well, he been. He been, and went uh, nine yards with it. He been the number one I mean, he been one running receiver. that end around. He been the number one receiver for, what, three or four years? Three years? So, this year I think he really is a number one. A bona fide number one. He's had yeah, good, I think good numbers. Some, I think he went into this season. Yeah. I think there have been questions about whether he was a true number one. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think those did, I don't think those questions exist anymore. I think he is that guy. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, and, he, and he showcased it. Uh, on the touchdown, you know, I, he's always interesting to me because he's second in the league in completions in receptions of 20 yards or more. But that, but that was only his second catch of 40 yards or more this year because he don't have that blazing speed. And so he don't beat you deep a lot. But, uh, you know, he put 20s on you all day long. And, and, and uh, you know, you can clearly move the ball with that and score touchdowns. But uh, he had a really good game. They got him back involved. And guess what happened? They started scoring points again. Um, and I think that's one thing McCarthy has to, uh, has to keep in mind that, you have to find, you know, and he and I want to make sure this is clear. Clearly, the way they move him around, the way they hand him the ball, the way they throw him the ball, he's clearly a focal point of the offense. That being said, the middle of the game, he disappeared. And you can, he can never disappear, dog. It's like Luka can never go a quarter without taking some shots. It just don't happen. And at some point, you get the ball and say, you know what? This is for you right here. This play right here. It's for you, whether it's a hitch, a screen, a slant, whatever. It's going to you. We're going to make sure that you touch it right here. Kind of like, um, uh, and like, I think they kind of like Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper, exactly. Cooper going to get the ball um, regardless. Yeah, regardless. And we say this all the time when we t- and all of y'all play Madden, so you know, dog. We t- we call it video gaming the guy, man. 
you just not gonna take him away, bro. You just not. Uh, he ain't touched the ball. He's our best player. We finna put it in his hands, and y'all can deal with it, um, because he's our best player and he opens up things for us. Uh, I thought McCarthy took a good approach today for the most part. Uh, he was very aggressive in the second half, going for it and uh, trying to keep the ball and you know screw a field goal. We need to score touchdowns. Um, they just didn't execute well enough as they needed to at winning time to win the game. Um, you know, they had some miscues in the first half to stop them offensively. They had some miscues in the second half to stop them defensively. But I don't think this is a game where you should be like, oh, shoot, the season's over. And I'm not about hope. You know, it's not half – a glass is not half full and it's not half empty. It's just a half a glass of water. That's just what it is uh, when you're dealing reality. But – I do think wait, the reality wait, is uh, they what? can take some good. What? It's, it's not half full. You know, the glass it's is not half empty. The glass is not half full. It's, it's, it's not half water. empty. Yeah, it's just a half a glass of water. So that's but, not optimistic. It, that's not it, pessimistic. That's just what it is. At the risk of sounding stupid, it is a half. It is half full or half empty. But all right, then. go ahead. Well, I mean, half full if you're optimistic. Half empty if you're pessimistic. If you're dealing reality, it's just a half a glass of water. All right, then. So the Cowboys is just a half a glass of water? <clears throat> yeah. That's what they are right now. You know? I'm not optimistic or pessimistic. I'm just, here's what they are, 10 and 5, uh, with the ability to, to be much better or the ability to disappear as soon as the playoffs start. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan, so I'm invested, so... Uh, I got to be half full or half empty or don't give a damn. But, you know, it's got to be in there somewhere. Well, what are you? Where are you? Are you? Well, you know, I'm a reporter, so I don't have an emotional investment, mm-hmm. uh, which is which is cool because, mm-hmm. you know, Matt McLaren was always half uh, half full. Mm-hmm. So where are you? You're a more realistic fan than like Matt. I, like I said, 50, but, like I mm-hmm. said I'm, I'm 50-50. I don't like to hope. I like to know that we got a good team. Um I saw some things that, that kind of made me think we can do something because when they came out in the second half, the defense was lighting people up. Tank Lawrence was lighting people DeMarcus up. Marcus Ware was on one. <laughs> DeMarcus Lawrence was on one. Dog. Yeah, and then uh, 11, they moved him back. I've been praying for that the whole year. They moved him back to linebacker, and he was running some folks down. So, you know, when you need help, yeah. you got to get him off that line on first and second. I've been saying that all year. But they finally did it, and they, you know, they kind of, they kind of slowed them down, you know, just to see Dan Quinn moving people around and people getting fired up, and they, and they didn't lay down. They acted like so. I guess I could say that seeing all of that, I'm gonna have to change my mind. And say I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm half full because once it marinated, what we talking about? Um, I thought they wanted to, you know, like sometimes teams quit. And you go, they weren't even they weren't even trying. Them guys wanted to win. You know what I'm saying? Crazy as it sounds, they, yeah. they they wanted that thing. And they played like it. Just one of them times. No, they was locked in. Yeah. Yeah. They were uh, locked in. And um You know, I yeah, I think the effort was there. I think everything was there except some of the execution. Um I think uh one of the biggest myths in sports that, that teams say all the time. Next man up, no, there's no drop off. That's some BS, dog. If it wasn't no drop off, that dude who was who who was number two or number three would be starting. 
And I think you saw that with Edoga. I think he played hard. I think he tried hard. But the difference between him and Tyron Smith, man, is night, what do you want to say, night and day? Yeah, yeah. If there yeah, was something bigger than that, we would say that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and I don't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I know what the pass protections are, whether he's supposed to slide left or whether he's supposed to slide right. All I do know is I doubt very seriously Chubb's supposed to come unblocked as many times as he did today. And so whose mental error that is, I don't know. Uh, but, um, you know, that was a problem, man. Well, that's part that affected of the, several plays. That's part of the problem when you got a veteran like Tyron Smith next to a second-year player, and then you got your Doga, who's a backup, some of them corrections, them minute corrections that a veteran guy is going to make. That's why Badias and Terrence Steele are, are any kind of good because they got Zach Martin in the middle. He make up for a lot of that right. stuff, you know. But he can't make up for Terrence because Terrence can't move. I think Terrence playing on one leg the way he blocking. So, I don't know. It yeah, I mean, you know, he tore, his, he tore a lot of stuff in his knee, though. Yep. Yep, um, I think he's doing well to get out there. And I think, uh, uh, you know, next year you'll get a much truer indication of his yeah. of where he is for real. This year he's just trying to – and, you know, Doug, uh, I believe this. If you put his hand on a stack of Bibles, he said, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm you know, I yeah. feel like I'm 100%, da-da-da-da-da. And then when, when you – and they believe it. And then when you ask him next year, he'd be like, dog. I really thought I was, but now that I'm this year, I see the difference. Like, I say that because last week, Tony Pollard for the first time said, you know, because somebody said, uh, you've been running a lot differently the last month. He said, well, I thought I was right the first part of the season, but I really wasn't. But I thought I was until I seen, until I got better and I seen I had more of this and more of that. Then I realized the first part of the year I wasn't right as I thought I was. Yep, I saw that article. That makes sense. I saw that article this morning. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah. But you don't and come so all the way back. What he's saying is, yeah, he thought he was right until he got right, and then he's like, oh, snap. You know, because you don't know what you don't know sometimes, even with your own body. Because, you know, um, but we all know, and anybody who's had any kind of injury, the further you get away from it, the better you become. I mean, it's kind of an academic. Well, sometimes you have. Yeah, a, but that's what it was. So. Sometimes you have a new normal. You know, that's what that's what. No, that's happening. a very good way to put it. Yeah, you have a new normal. You can't yeah. do, do the stuff. You can't. You can still play, but you got a new normal. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, so you know, it's a disappointing loss for the Cowboys, twenty-two twenty. I don't think the sky is falling. Um, you know, I think uh, the defense overall played well. Uh, that last drive, man, is what uh, is really what bothers me, just in terms of the fact that uh, you know that gives you a terrific drive. You take the lead, twenty to nineteen, with three twenty-seven left, and then from there it just went to hell. <laughs> Yeah, I mean yeah. the Dolphins were never really even threatened. Yeah. Uh, like I said, first down, second down, first down, second down, uh, and then you know to play the game. And you know what, man, I'm not even sure what you do. It was a terrific play call. Uh, they go in a the shotgun. They put you know who Tyreek Hill in motion. 
Mm. Uh, he goes across the form. I mean, halfway to the formation, then he doubles back. And, duh, we all know now from playing Madden over the last 20 years, when the, when the, play, when the dude follows you, it's, uh, it's, it's man-to-man. When he doesn't follow you, the end zone coverage. And so when Jordan Lewis slips, going back, trying to, trying to chase Tyreek, I go, this is a problem. <laughs> and, of course, as soon as the ball snapped, they hit Tyreek with a hitch. Uh, he makes the first dude miss Jordan Lewis, and then he breaks it for, uh, what was that, like a 10-yard gain in the first down. And to me, that was a ball game right there. Uh, but what really clinched it, because now they got the field goal pretty much locked up. But then uh, Wilson went for eight yards, then for no gain, and then he went for six yards on third and two. If they could have stopped him on third and two, uh, you had a chance. And that's when I said, you know, the running game let him down because they ran the ball three straight times for a first down. And in that situation, you know they're trying to run the ball. They shouldn't be able to run the ball three times for a first down. Uh, you know, should be able to get the ball back with about a minute left and, uh, you know, take your chances then. Then then you feel even – I mean, you don't want to lose, but you can feel better about it. And this way, the way it went down, I think it's just a disappointment. What do you think? Yeah, I think I think uh, from a from a fan standpoint, I hate that the Cowboys lost. You know, I think they played hard enough to win. From a technical football standpoint, as somebody who loved football, played football, watching Miami's offense was was great. Just watching all the stuff they did. That. Well, the, like we talked about all the, the motion, the the misdirection, all of that stuff. It was crazy. I mean, I'm sitting here going, okay, there's, <laughs> you know, there's, okay, there's a shift. There's a guy in motion. Okay, here come another. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, we won formation. We shift into another. One guy goes this way. The other guy goes this way. And then the, 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 the play where uh, Mostert scored, where he threw the ball. Mostert is not a receiver. Yeah. He's not a receiving back, but he caught that. Because he almost dropped that thing. He sure did. But the way he went underneath <laughs> like that, he stood on. He got on one side. That was a great play. It was. That's what I'm saying. It's just all of that. It's just the way they execute things, and I like the way they are protecting Tua. Because Tua, right. that, that 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 offensive line is okay, but now after watching them play, you seeing that boy get the ball out, and it was just it was just fun. That offense is fun to watch, even though they didn't score a million points. But just to see all that stuff going on. Some people do that window dressing and don't get nothing out of it. But the Dolphins, right, right, right. I thought the offense was pretty fun to watch with all that shifting and motion and all of that. So, yeah, from, from a football purist standpoint, yeah, it was good to watch them. But I thought, that, like I said before, I thought the Cowboys did pretty well. Uh, the defense did pretty well. Um, I don't know, man. It's just going forward. Is it going to be the same thing? Are we going to win one in the playoffs and get knocked in the, out in the second? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm I'm kind of trying to see if this team is different than the last two years. Do you think they're different? Uh, I think number four. Is, that's a good I think, question. Because I think number four is different. I think number four is different than the last two years. I do. I think he is. You, you know, man. Sometimes you can uh, you can have a better record and not be a better team from year to year. Yeah. Sometimes you can have a worse record and be a better team. I think I think the Cowboys are a much better team 
than they were last year. Even yeah. though they got, well, they probably end up with the same record. But their fate might be the same because I think San Francisco is the best team in the league, just like I thought at one point Philadelphia was the best team in the league. And never have I thought Dallas was the best team, Roger, if that yeah. makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. doesn't doesn't mean they can't beat the best team on a given day. But, um, you know, I'd be surprised if they, uh, you know, depending on how they get seated in the playoffs, you know, um, they can, like their season to me ends whenever they run into San Francisco. Yeah, that's now, who knows I, when they run into San Francisco? That's what I was saying earlier. San Francisco, they, can run out, in, they they out there on the horizon. Yeah, you just don't know when you're gonna run into them. Um, if you run into them, now think about this: if you lose to them in the first round, it's a disappointment. If you lose to them in the second round, you go, well, it's one game short of the Super Bowl. I mean, in the third round, so you know, we'll. Uh, We'll see. It's going to be an interesting ride. They're still, you know, they got enough talent. If they play right and don't beat themselves, they can compete with anybody. Uh, Boy, that sounds a lot well, like. Let me rephrase that. That sounds a lot like hope. They can beat anybody. Boy, that sounds like no, hope. No, it's not hope. It's just yeah, what it is. It is. It's just, no, it's it hope. That's hope. I don't really deal in hope. They, they are good enough to beat most people. I don't think they're good enough to beat San Francisco. But again, what didn't they do today? They ain't create no turnovers today, dog. They team that creates turnovers and they win. They ain't create no turnovers today. Second week in a row where they haven't gotten any turnovers. They they didn't get any short fields to help their offense. Yeah, but that, that was that was an ass and kicking so, last week. That's a whole different whole different deal. Today, yeah, yeah today they didn't take but the a, ball. The but point they, is, go ahead. It's a team game. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we try to divide it a lot of times And I did it today But it's, it's ultimately a team day And there are ways you can blame the offense for today There are ways you can blame the defense for today But the bottom line is The Dallas Cowboys lost I think the offense redeemed themselves At the start I think, I think you might have said that already well, they, they redeemed themselves You know, They came back When Dak needed to, to make the drive to, to win they, they tried to give it back with that damn Whatever that was where he pulled the ball and got the crap knocked out of him, I thought, why are we going backwards, man? And then they ended up scoring anyway. <laughs> I'm talking about the 17-play drive where they had like 20 plays inside the 10, seemed like. And uh, Right? Yeah, yeah. It was – It was. it's a good game, man, but I don't know how long you expect – I don't know how much longer you expect number four to run around and not get killed, you know, and make plays. Cause it was the offense line was disastrous today. Yeah, it was. And I don't know when it's going to get any better. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I didn't know till the know? game started that Tyron wasn't going to play. You know, that's a long. Day. Uh, I think they. Yeah, they ruled him out because he didn't make the flight. So right. Saturday right. morning they ruled him out, uh, hoping that his back would be ready for this week. All right. So, what, uh, what's, uh, what's your plan for Christmas? Uh, oh, I just threw you a curveball. You know, you a curveball? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I got caught looking on that curveball because yeah. I, I was looking for a fastball. Yeah. Uh, one of my boys hit me up today. Time like, hey, can we come work out at your place tomorrow? I was like, yeah. What time you want to get it? I'm thinking it's Christmas. He gonna say seven. Eight. This is my dog. 
this fool talking about five. I'm like, bro, I'm not working out at five on Christmas. You know, can we go six? He said, yeah, let's do six. I was like, good Lord. Uh, and his kids are like, I don't know, 10 and 12. So they might sleep. I doubt that they getting up at five. They probably yeah. sleeping, you know, 730, 8 o'clock, whatever time. Uh, so anyway, do that. Uh, roll to church. Uh, go uh, open up some gifts. Uh, watch some football. Uh, go see, go say hi to some people I don't, uh, I haven't seen in a minute. Make the Christmas rounds, and then chill out. Cool. What about you? Oh, I got a date with a honey glazed ham, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> some greens, and some some broccoli casserole. All of which I have sampled oh, okay. today. All of which I had to t- I had to test it oh. today. Yeah, and uh, all of which you have already sampled. Yes, yes, indeed. And I told my wife that's the best ham I ever ate. She glazed the dick. Oh, is that right? Oh, man, she glazed the mess out that ham. It was pretty good, man. Pretty good. So we're going to celebrate tomorrow. Oh, good. And then uh, they're going to go visit somebody. And, you know, at the <laughs> spending, well, at the spending uh, the better part of 25 years on the road and leaving my family on Christmas. Right, right, right. Or, or, you know, getting into town on Christmas or leaving the runner route, you know, Right after Christmas on the same day, I'm happy that I don't have to go nowhere, man. I'm 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 just happy to be home, you know. I'm I'm right, very right, right. I'm I'm very thankful for that, you know. Just you know, the chance to get to celebrate. Now, one of the problems with being retired is that I can't use work as an excuse why I don't want to come see no damn body. So <laughs> Hey, you coming? No, I got work. Yeah. You coming? No, I got work. You ain't even working no more. Oh man. I gotta do some. I gotta do some stuff for Jacques. That's what I say from now. On. I say something. Put blame it on. <laughs> oh, now, now I'm the excuse maker. Yeah, why I had not? to do some stuff for the podcast. Yeah, I gotta do some podcast. I wish I could, man. If I didn't have this podcast, if dude. I, I, if I, I ain't have it, yeah, I would. Nah. I would come. I ain't lying. I'll be there. But uh, now nah, I'm a homebody. I'm a, you know, I'm, I get invited to more stuff than a little bit. I'm just a homebody now because I spent all them years traveling. I liked it, but I, I, I like this house. I paid for it. I love it. So. Just yeah, I get to spend yeah, some time at home. I know that feeling. Oh yeah, I'm sure you do. You do the same I thing. I know that traveling. feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Have uh, a merry so, Christmas, uh, man. You know. All right, uh, you do the same. We uh, we wish a, a merry Christmas and a happy holidays to all of you guys listening. We appreciate your support. Uh, remember the jam session bowl. You can still get it on Tuesday. Can't get it. You can't, why are you laughing, man? You can't get it Monday. But that jam says, boy, you can get it Tuesday. And you know, we're going to try like the Dickens to get Hartfield one before the start of hey, the new year. Hey, all the tweets. Uh, all the gonna, tweets. We're going to try. All the tweets. Hey, man. Tell Big Joe I got to say, hey, Big Joe going to be mad. I ain't mad at y'all. I'm, on, I'm, I'm, I'm not mad at y'all for getting a jam says, boy. Enjoy. I'm just mad at the summer gun that ain't got me one yet. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's on we tr- him. We tr- we've been trying, man. We've been trying. We've been working hard. We, you know, we're going to keep trying. It's all good. You know, we has got that mashed potato base or that mac and cheese base. And right. then, you know, the one we saw the other day looked like it had the double brisket working. And yeah. then uh, all that stuff you find on the loaded baked potato, man. You yeah. know, chives and bacon bits and cheese and butter and sour cream. Woo! It's love in your mouth. Uh, that's the Jam Session Bowl, Smokey John's Barbecue. Don't forget, uh, you can also have it delivered to your home. It's, hey, belated Christmas gifts are great. Uh, 
Give it to somebody for a belated Christmas gift, man. Go to Marketplace, SmokeyJohns.com, and uh, click on the Marketplace. Get the rub or the sauce sent to your crib. If you need it tomorrow, I don't know if H-E-B is open tomorrow, but if it uh, is I up doubt, in Frisco, you can run by there. Yeah, yeah I don't open, I don't open uh, every not, time. I don't Tuesday, open, man. I don't open everything already. <laughs> I, I'm like I'm like Stop it, I'm man. like Stop I'm it. like Jay Z. I hate waiting. I ain't got no patience. I'm 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 uh I don't open all my presents already. Uh, oh well, yeah. you know, for the man who has everything, get him some Smokey John's rub up there at uh, H E B in Frisco. Uh, Smokey John's barbecue. They give us uh, Clarence D. Hill Jr. and Todd Archer uh, every week, so we appreciate them. Uh, you know, until uh, we chat again, you guys be blessed. And have a great Christmas and a happy holidays.